Hello and welcome to the Relationship Breakthrough Show from Aligned With Love. I'm Matt. And I am Rebecca. This is the place for people to have a magical, loving, intimate relationship. Thanks for joining us now. Let's get started. When our relationship isn't working, it can be hard to cut through the negativity. Really, nothing seems to work. So what can we do to shift ourselves from that negative place back into a more positive one? Today, we're going to be looking at the number one habit hack that can be used to get us to shift the quickest possible time. And for this, we're going to be joined by Jimmy Stevens, who is a sought after author, speaker, relationship coach, and a founder of the School of Marriage and Relationships based in Atlanta, Georgia. Jimmy also serves as a senior pastor at the Light International Church, and he shares his message on values, principles for a life of growth and leadership, as well as personal relationships in churches, schools, and organizations. So warm welcome to the show. Thank you, Matt. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Fantastic. Great. Well, the first thing I wanted to ask you, Jimmy, was what would you say are the, the signs that we may have slipped into this more negative place that we're talking about today? So generally that happens when we're feeling distant from our partner, or our spouse, when the negative experiences from the past tend to prompt you to move away, isolate yourself, not communicate. Or when you do communicate, you're communicating based on all of the negative experiences from that past week, month, whatever. And you find yourself in just a very negative uh, position in terms of how you view your partner, how you view your spouse. That's when we know we slipped away from that positive connection. And uh, being in a relationship, you kind of know when you're not in the space that you should be in with your partner. Yeah, absolutely. And um, when, if we get into this negative place, Jimmy, from your experience, what tends to happen? I mean, how does it impact on the relationship when we get too much of this negativity? Right. So basically negativity, like anything else, it will compound. So the goal is to understand, first off, when we experience negative experiences from our partner, emotionally, your emotions are telling you to pull away. Don't engage. Don't trust whatever that negative experience is. So as, as people, we're emotional and rational. That's what makes us so unique. And so we have that emotional component, which never leaves us. So it's understanding how to balance that. So I feel the negative experiences. I, I perceive my partner is lazy, uh, whatever, you know, uh, all these other negative words, you know, mm. narcissistic. Uh, they don't care. They don't love me. And this kind of kind of plays in our head. And mm. so when this happens, the only way we can shift that is to create intentional, good emotional experiences. But that's going to require you to shift from that emotional disposition to an intentional, rational one where you're saying, okay, my partner has frustrated me. We're not on really good terms. I feel hurt and I know we're trying to rebuild and connect. So let me intentionally do something that will serve my partner's love language, something that they will identify or perceive as love. And so that's the number one thing. The other thing is we begin to, I call it reset. Um, basically reset 
your negative emotional experiences. Yeah. Uh, and we do that through various practices. Okay, fantastic. Well, uh, that all sounds really, really helpful already. I- I'm really looking forward to this conversation, Jimmy. And right. you know, uh, later on, we're going to come on to our, our number one hack, our, our short. Right. To, to shift That's it. why I saved that one, Matt. Yeah. So we're going to come yeah. on to that in a few minutes. But um, yeah. before we do that, um, Jimmy, I'd love to hear a little bit about your own story and how you've come to be doing the work you're doing and how you've got so passionate about this area of relationships. Well, there, there's a saying uh, that we say in the States. I don't know if it's popular in the UK, but it says your pain becomes your ministry. So basically, you know, I was that I was that husband who was um, reactionary, emotional reactionary from my negative experiences, just projecting my pain, my, my aim, my 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 pain, my anger upon my, my my wife. And so we did this for many years going back and forth. Uh, she's right, I'm wrong, I'm right, you're wrong, that type of deal. And I realized that after about 10 or 12 years, all this negativity, I just kind of observed my wife emotionally disconnected from me. Present, but not present. So I started just kind of watching that. And then I asked her, I said, it seems that you're not, that you kind of pulled away from me. And she was shocked that Basically, I noticed it. <laughs> so uh, at that point, I began to do the work on myself because I realized my intention was not my wife's experience. So it was all about her experience with me, not my intention. And when I realized, OK, I can intend to communicate a certain thing and my wife can experience it differently. And when I realized it was up to me as the one communicating to modify my behavior so that I can share it with her so she can receive what I'm saying versus her being shut down because of my tone, because of the way I said what I said or uh, what I said. Mm-hmm. All those kind of nuances, I had to go to work on myself, recognizing that, OK, I'm responsible for communicating to my wife in a way that she can hear me. I see. And if she's not hearing me. That's on me. So I have to make adjustments just like she has to make adjustments. But when I started that intentionality uh, of working on myself, you know, seeking counselors and coaches, et cetera, to find out the best way to work on me, Hmm. I found that many people are in my situation uh, living in intention, but not thinking about your spouse's or your partner's experience will oftentimes always pull you away from each other because you're not thinking about them. You're thinking about what you meant to say. And if they say something, it, it can put you in a defensive posture. And when we do that, what we're doing is we're saying to our spouse or our partner, I'm not hearing what you're saying. Hmm. You may have experienced it, but that's what I'm not. That's not what I meant. And so when we practice these things, it creates a distance between us and that just kind of that compounds right so to the point that you do kind of shut down emotionally you're there but you're not there Mm, i see i guess it that makes sense yeah and we just separate more and more i I get that exactly was there a certain point jimmy like a a wake-up moment where you thought wow i've got to do something differently here or this isn't sustainable i'm curious did you get to a point where you, you came to that realization yeah. Yeah. I mean, just kind of in conversations and like I said, observing my wife, uh, observing her behavior 
And she was more, when we first got married, of course, more energetic, more outgoing in terms of communicating with me. But my negativity of her intentionality caused her to pull away. And so just getting to a point where you're talking, but you're not really enthusiastic about it. Like, and I could, I could correlate remembering when my wife would be intentional or how she would communicate or what she would say. And so I just noticed that, okay, she is not like where she was at before. Mm. Uh, and that was, you know, I, I, I caught it. I recognized it and I realized, okay, this is not the woman who was just very caring. Not that she didn't care, but I could tell there was the effort was kind of, was lower than what it used to be. And that's when I began to uh, make adjustments. I see. I get it. Fantastic. And how um, how did that help the relationship, Jimmy, when you started to like, take responsibility? Like you say, how did that shift things between you and, you and your wife? It, it changed it. I mean, we've been married 27 years now. That was like about 10 or 12 years oh, uh, in, but drastically changed it a whole lot better because we have what I call a structure of communication. When I understood that my intention was not her experience, uh, and let's kind of learning how emotional experiences happen, um, I realized that our the way we communicated or the way I communicated mostly was from an emotional position. It wasn't from a from a responsive one. It was emotional, it was reactionary, not responsive. So if I were if I was upset, if I was triggered, if I was angry by anything, I would react and project that pain or anger onto my onto my wife mm -hmm. that being said that was not a what i call a system or structure in other words communicating from my own emotional experience so if i was hurt if i felt angry or, or whatever to be able to say when you said that i felt angry or i felt neglected i felt disrespected being able to communicate my experience was the first step uh, for us to start a structure of communication. So I like to say uh, we use I statements uh, where we, you know, when you said that I felt or when you did that, I felt. Uh, so we own our own experience, but we communicate the emotional experience without reacting. Hmm. That is the main uh, practice in terms of having structure in your relationship. So when you're talking, you're not left to that emotional, chemical, cortisol reaction of, you know, whatever you may be feeling, you're just going to go off and just dump it onto your spouse. Mm. That creates a very bad process for your relationship, but mostly it, it pulls you away from each other. Mm. So, yeah. That makes sense, Jimmy. Absolutely. It sounds like really, yeah, fascinating and very uh, valuable insights you've had there as well. And um, I wanted to say before we get onto this like number one uh, hack that we're going to talk about, I know we mentioned in the intro that you're also a pastor, uh, Jimmy, and I'd love to hear yeah. a bit about because I know some of our listeners also have their own faith experience or they follow yeah. the faith. So I'd love to hear how that feeds into your work or how it's informed your your journey. I I, I, it has drastically changed it because when I when I realized my own misgivings and what I had to start doing to make adjustments, and one of the main things, if as a, as a pastor you deal with families, you deal with relationships, 
the biggest challenge in relationships is communication. How do I communicate? And being able to teach my congregation uh, about these principles that I share. Uh, and the School of Marriage is basically an extension of our ministry, really. Mm-hmm. It's an outreach because some people may not want to uh, come to church. They may not feel uh, they're at that level or their faith may be different. But I, I teach, I tell couples, I teach principles. These principles are based on scripture, but they are proven to work uh, in terms of understanding the need for a structure and communication, mm-hmm. those emotional boundaries that you have to place inwardly. You have to work on yourself not to say things or do things that will cause pain for your partner. Mm-hmm. That's your responsibility. And when you kind of take that motto, okay, I have a responsibility of creating this good experience with my spouse and you know as as christians that's really the primary goal is to love that's the that's the that's the basis of the whole new testament is loving your neighbor and being able to uh love your spouse is more challenging than loving the person you hardly see (laughs) loving your spouse is what you are experiencing every day and that really is the ultimate test of your faith and being able to kind of have this type of content constantly shared helps drastically because couples are coming. And that's really our main goal is to create healthy families. I see. And in doing so, it's understanding how that works. I see. So you see what I'm hearing, Jimmy, is it's really a, an enabler to your ministry or like an extra part of your ministry, which is just focused on relationships. And you've built this exactly what you do. Amazing. Yeah, exactly. That's the need. That's the. It's that is the biggest need in terms of homes and families. And it's I mean, it's remarkable when you understand just the the essence of human experience, emotions and how we connect. It rolls down to the children as well, because then they see mom and dad communicating, disagreeing, but communicating their emotional experience so that it's not something that they're used to seeing someone suppress. See. The yeah. pain, the the discontent, and just leaking the negativity throughout the day and throughout the house because mm-hmm. somehow we think so not saying anything, our spouse doesn't notice <laughs> or our partner doesn't notice. And of course they do notice. <laughs> so it's incredible how how we pick up on other people's emotional state, isn't it? And yeah, I, I'd love to get your thoughts, Jimmy. You know. I think you mentioned that this like families, relationships, marriages is one of the most challenging areas that people have to deal with, really. And I'd love to get your thoughts on like, why do you think people find it so challenging? You know, what is it about relationships do you think that makes them so difficult for people? I mean, it's twofold, I believe. First off, it's the living with someone else's misgivings and experiencing them. We're used to giving ourselves grace. We did something, we said something, okay, I didn't mean it. And we move on with ourselves. When it comes to someone else, we have to be aware of their experience. That's the challenge. Because you think back as a child, all things being equal, you growing up in a home with two caregivers. You are the main person who's receiving all of this love and care. You're not responsible, however, for giving care. 
So you're not responsible for mom and dad, their emotional disposition, their emotional state. You're receiving it. Now, when we come into a relationship, I'm not only receiving love, but I'm responsible for giving it. We've never been in a relationship that we're responsible for giving love until we enter that close emotional relationship. So you really don't know what's inside of you or do you have the the practice or the skill of caring for someone else? I see. So all that plays to these negative things because now I am responsible for giving something that generally I'm just the receiver. So we're we're good and quick to say that hurt or we are we're triggered, we're upset and we feel justified in our anger and our frustration to project our pain and anger on our partner because that's how we feel. Not realizing, okay, I'm my responsibility in my relationship is not to project my pain. It is to give care. Mm. I'm supposed to process my pain, communicate my experience, but my partner should not feel my negativity. They should know it hurt, but the skill and the consistent emotional work that's required can be challenging, Mm. especially if you have experienced dysfunctionality coming up in communication with your caregivers, uh, mom, dad went to, you know, toe to toe, cuss, cuss each other out. Everyone yelled and hollered at each other. Yeah. No one asked you how you were doing. So when you grew up in that environment, your expectation is this is how we communicate. Mm, and that becomes a huge problem. So we have to work with a person who has flaws who's constantly changing, constantly evolving, never the same, that's that's challenging. And it's work. That's why we have to have a structure or system to it. That's right. There's lots of moving parts, aren't there? As you say, we've, uh, it's, got, yes. we've got our own baggage, we've got our own upbringing, maybe ideas that we've picked up, our own relationship challenges, and then our partner's got their whole baggage that they're carrying as well. Yes. You know, yes. we don't learn much at school. I mean, at least here in the UK, I don't know if it's any better in the States, but we don't learn. No, it's time. not. We we don't even, and even, you know, just that statement of knowing that you got to give care versus receive it. Mm-hmm. Most people don't even think of it that way because we're just really in a receiving posture. And so that's why we get so, so confident in our negative state because, hey, you hurt me. You're my caregiver. But you're not. Un- but the responsibility of giving care, we exclude, and so there you go. So it's understanding that 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 one principle. I think makes things better. But it is a challenge. Uh, it is work. I've been married, like I said, twenty seven years. Hmm. It is not easy. It is not grandiose. It's not romantic every day. It's intentional. It's love, which means that. I'm not basing my actions off of my spouse. I'm basing my actions off of my responsibility to give care. Mm, I see. Yeah. That's a great way to look at it, Jimmy. It's good, good perspective. I, I I love that. And um, yeah, so I'd love to come on now to talk about this this hack that you yes. wanted to share with us, Jimmy. Sort of hack to get us into a more positive place. Get, tell us what this uh this hack is you wanted to share, please. Okay, it's, it's very simple, but very difficult. 
Okay. So it's just a simple journal, right? A journal. So what I have my couples do is I have them journal a note of thanks to their partner for a minimum of 60 days. Now, I encourage couples to do it a lot longer than that if they can, but a minimum of 60 days. So it's simple as thank you, spouse, partner for uh, kissing me before you left for work today. Thank you for um, picking up after me. Thank you. What? So the goal is every day to look at what your spouse did that day and write a note of thanks to them. Do not give them the note. Write it in a journal. Compound it to to uh, to you get at least sixty days, like I say, or longer. Yeah. And then you present it to your spouse. Now the reason this is so powerful is this. Our, our brains magnify what we focus on. So personal story, I did this when I was going through the process of readjusting and working on me. I did it for about a year. I started January 1st. I, every day I wrote a note of thanks to my spouse until November uh, or Thanksgiving day of that year. Mm. I did this every single day. And what I found, Matt, what it, it, it blessed my wife when I presented it to her. She was thrown aback, but it changed me because I began only to focus on what I was needing to write down that day. Mm. So what became apparent to me was if this is the negative side of my brain and I perceive these negative experiences, um, just quirks, things my wife does, maybe get on my nerves. I don't like when she does that, say that, whatever the situation is, you know, those human experiences. Mm. I found that the more I wrote the positive things, it it overrode the negative perception because I realized I wasn't paying attention to what wasn't happening. I was only looking for what was. And when I was looking for what, what was, it changed my perception. I see. And when it, when it changes your perception, it automatically changes your behavior. So you're not even, you don't muster this up. It's, it's organic. It's automatic. I find myself pulling up to my house. And this one, we may like maybe 12, 13 years, pulling up to my house, excited to see my wife and kids, mm. like excited, like not like, oh, you know, I was excited. It wasn't like, you know. Uh, everyday day it, it was almost like okay we're starting afresh that's why i said it's the reset because i felt the emotional connection because i started realizing my wife is doing things for me to show her love that i was not aware of but when i began to intentionally look at what she was doing and i began to write it down and i did it for, like i said like thanks for over what, 200 some days or 300 some 300 some days i was writing these notes it changed my emotional disposition I so i started viewing her differently and then when i started viewing her differently automatically if she were to say something if she was upset or had a bad day i found myself giving so much grace i found because i was very quick tempered i found myself pulling back just kind of thinking okay she had a rough day mm-hmm. and i'm communicating with empathy because of my awareness of what she's been doing. And so that changed the game for us Mm. because no matter what she did, I found myself only 
gravitating again toward, okay, she did this. And that was the only thing that I was perceiving. If all this stuff my wife is doing. Mm -hmm. And so that is the biggest hack in terms of pulling back that negativity. I see. That we kind of pile up. It's all about perception. So we kind of wash away the negative perception by highlighting the positive experiences, which impact us emotionally, mm. which automatically impacts our behavior and how we view our spouse, which means how we re respond or react to our spouse. I see. That's really, really great point. So simple, as you say, Jimmy, but so powerful. I can really, really hear uh, hear that from what you're saying. Um, I was going to ask Jimmy, when you're doing the, the journal, so you, you're, you're journaling your thanks every day, mm -hmm. um, would you say this practice is more for like your own benefit or your partner's benefit or both? How, how do you see it's it? It's both. So as I said, it it blessed my wife first off, cause she didn't know I was doing it. So uh, if you got two partners who, you know, both of you guys are doing it great, but the difference was when I presented it to her, she had no idea. So she, I found her and what really was a blessing for me was I saw her just kind of carrying this journal around. And every night I just saw her kind of going through the pages. And she would do this every evening. And sometimes throughout the day, I would just see her looking at, just looking at my thoughts. And so it blessed her. She was like, she was thrown away, thrown aback from it. She was like, because I'm not that guy who does these type of things. So for me to say, hey, here's here, baby. I was thinking about you. And for her to look at that January the 1st every day and go to, uh, Thanksgiving day of that year, mm. it had a real profound impact on her and her experience for me. And for me, it was, it changed my perception. I see. And so it created a level of gratitude that I wasn't practicing because I was only stuck. And this is when I go back to that statement of my own experience it was all about me because that's how, I, that's how I grew up. But when I started to think, okay, what did my spouse do? It shifted from me to her. My wife is doing this. She's doing this. She's doing this. Mm -hmm. And that intentionality created a whole different disposition. And it was in the thing was, it was like a rewiring. It wasn't work. It wasn't like, ah, oh, I got to come in here and do this. It was the feelings like, wow, I feel different. Mm. I have a level of gratitude that I did not have before and appreciation and value that I did not have before. Yeah, I see. And that's really where the change happened for me. Where So then it became like this big deal when I wanted to create experiences for my wife that were good and fun, romantic, because I intentionally started highlighting for myself the good things because mm -hmm. that's what we miss. That's what our emotional disposition will narrow our view or our perception of our spouse. So if I got negative experiences, even though my spouse could be doing great things, this is my perception. Very narrow. When I start to journal, it opens that perceived view up to more of a clearer view what's really happening. 
not what I feel is happening. Because what I feel is happening will always happen. Because I feel or I perceive it to happen this way. But when I am intentional about creating these experiences, I'm actually now remembering consciously and subconsciously all that my partner has been doing. So it automatically reverses this negative behavior. Mm, I see. Because yeah. I see her, I see her differently uh, than I've seen her before because of just being aware. I see, and that, that's a great, great story. And um, I'm curious, like from that point that you did the exercise, Jimmy, how has your relationship been different, you know, since that point? Oh, it's drastically different. I don't I don't journal, I haven't journaled since then, but because I, I know I did it for so long, and it's it's just really seeing and viewing the gratitude. So that changed me, which changed my relationship because my wife was only responding to my, her experience with me. So now when we talk, we argue, we disagree. I'm not raising my voice. I'm not hollering. I'm not yelling. I am intentional about communicating. Uh, I'm intentional about creating experiences. Most of all, I'm intentional about allowing her to be her to feel heard or validated. Mm. Uh, that is another nugget of, 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 of practice that drastically changes. So she, at this point, so my wife, if she's communicating something, I'm no longer like putting up a defense mm. and trying to validate my own experience, but I'm validating her, which is okay. I see, I, you know, I'm listening. I see. Uh, and I'm not giving her that kickback or pushback of negativity. Mm. Uh, so it's drastically changed our relationship. Our kids now, you know, in college. So the cool part about it is we have an empty nest. So it's like the second phase of our marriage. Because when the kids come in, you're working. Uh, <laughs> <So> <laughs> when they're not home, it's, you, you know, you can take your energy again and focus it on your spouse. Mm. It's not okay. I got two kids here. I got to. It's like, hey, what do you want to do tonight? Let's go here. Mm. Let's hang out. And it's just me and her. Love it. Love it. It's like a. It's like a. A, 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 a second wind. Yeah. You know. But that intentionality was built. So now when the kids left, I was like, it's time to go. It's time to hang out. It's time to enjoy ourselves uh, and just. I'm telling you, there's nothing like it. That sounds incredible. It sounds like because you put the work in, Jimmy, you, you did the work in the foundations that you're then able yes. to reap the rewards, right? Which is what you're describing. Yes. So yes, it's, for, for that. I tell you, it's phenomenal. I didn't think it would be. I tell you, I'm, I'm amazed, really. <laughs> in terms of the where is that? I was like, wow, this is really good, Amazing. you know? Yes, growth though. Yeah, definitely. That's great to hear, Jimmy. Well, I've I've loved to, you know, hear hear a bit about your story, Jimmy. And this is a great hack. I love this idea about, you know, gratitude and writing this down and how it's been so transformational for you. So thanks so much for coming on today and sharing that with us. Um, My pleasure. I wanted to ask as well, Jimmy, how can people get in contact with you if they want to find out more and get well well, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. If you're on YouTube, it's School of Marriage and Relationship. We're Atlanta School of Marriage and Relationship, I should say. Yeah. Uh, that's how you can get a hold of me on YouTube. On Instagram, it's my first and last name, Jimmy, J-I-M-M-I-E dot Stevens. And my website is schoolofmarriageandrelationship.com. 
I see. Fantastic. And we'll include the links, Jimmy, as well in the in the notes if you uh yeah, we'll yes. those go through. So wonderful. Yeah, fantastic. So yeah, we encourage everyone to you know reach out to Jimmy that wants to find out more about what he's doing and uh people for for whom this has resonated. Um give us what one last nugget, Jimmy. What would you say to people as a as a final like rallying call in terms of how they can have great relationships? I would say pay attention to your spouse's experience. Uh, don't push back. If your partner says they're hurt, they didn't like what was said or whatever, allow them to have that experience. Don't refute it. Don't push back. Just agree. Mm. Because in the end, that's really what it's about. It's not about being right. It's about having your partner feel like they've been heard. Mm. That goes a long way in terms of your partner or your spouse feeling connected to you is that when they do talk or they do communicate or they do share, you are giving them the experience of being heard. That 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 in itself will have a whole different experience for your partner. Okay, that's all for today. Thanks again for joining us. And please remember to subscribe and to leave us a review. Who could you share this episode with that needs to hear this message? Share this episode and remember that the quality of your relationship determines the quality of your life. See you on the next episode.